Give me some good night moon gravy there. Today on Alphabetical, in my life. Hey everybody, welcome back to Alphabetical. It's the only podcast on the internet where we discuss the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm L. Adam. And I'm John. And I'm Josh. And today we're talking about In My Life, which is from 1965's Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul. Um, Rubber Soul. Uh, this is the, it's a, it's a Lennon McCartney song that's, uh, mostly John, although that's disputed, <laughs> like a lot of things. Uh, John said that he did, uh, he wrote it, you know, for the most part, and John, Paul just added harmony in the middle eight, whereas Paul says, uh, he set it to music <laughs> beginning to Andy. He said, John, yeah, John, I liked <laughs> it. Those were the words, uh, those are words that John wrote and I wrote the tune to it. So he says he wrote everything for it, basically. Wow. And then says uh, uh, it was a great one. That was a great one. So they, yeah. they were both kind of uh, somewhat positive about it, but uh, uh, Paul thinks he wrote more of it than John thought. Like if the chords were sort of John-like or Paul-like, and uh, I, don't, I don't have a conclusion. Right. But there's no like super weird chords in there. There's right. no big strange jazz chords or anything that made me think, you know, like that's odd. So that's points more to John hmm. in my mind, which is totally, you know, that generalization thing. Right. Um, I'll, I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a little, like if you ask me off, the t- you know, without having done research, if you're like, all right, who wrote this one? I might be up in the air about it. I might, well, I, I, I mean, would think it was a collaboration think- probably. Paul, because of the arrangement of, right. uh, of the uh, like the structure of it, you know, right. And for you, like guitar uh, players out there, the kids that learning like their first great song. This is one of my first great songs, mm. um, learning on the guitar, um, and it's a really cool uh, finger picking sort of thing. But uh, technically, yeah, it's like eh, this sounds like a Paul. It feels like a Paul thing because it's so harmonious and 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 um you know night and perfect but uh it also it just sounds like a lennon thing, it's a little you know? precious it's a little precious but i yeah. feel like i don't know i feel like the 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 chord the, the chord structures the melody are all pretty simple but then with the arrangement and the production of everything it's extremely it is that it's precious but it actually works for whatever reason right it's i it, i mean i think the, the collaboration is exactly the right word it is one of those songs that all of the things come together and make it make it work together in in, in an interesting way, which is right. what you want out of these. Uh, speaking of learning to play guitar, I have a uh, I have a personal anecdote, personal history with this song because this is uh, if you guys remember back in uh, when we talked about Day Tripper, I think I told a story about uh, a band that I was in when I was you know maybe <laughs> 14, 13, 14, something like that, fourteen I think, and. Uh, you know, we did a school assembly and I was, you know, we, we played Day Tripper, even though I wasn't well versed, well practiced in Day Tripper. And so I ended up just kind of standing there doing a lot of nothing. Uh, well, then. Feedback. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then so I invented, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you invented feedback. New musical styles. Yeah. Of your friends. 
Uh, no, it was shortly after that, um, they continued to practice without me, and I realized that I was kicked out of the band. Uh, um, wow. You're yeah. the Sid Barrett of your band. Um, I'm the Sid Barrett of several bands. <laughs> um, Are you not a good guitar player? No, no, no. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, at the end of that year, the, uh, this, the remaining members of the band were asked to play this song at our graduation. Ah. Uh, and that was, uh, so it's a little bit bittersweet where I was just like, oh, no. Uh, I don't, you know, I kind of felt weird because I was kicked out of the band, but I do like this song, but there's always a little bit of kind of like sting to it for me. Was it good? Was it good when they played it? It was all right. It was a bunch of 14-year-olds playing a Beatles cover. Yeah, was, that's terrible. Yeah. That's, there's no way that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it was good then, those people are famous now. I think that's <laughs> that's clear enough. Uh, there's a funny, there's an interesting juxtaposition too, because uh, the the year before they did, uh, uh, what's the Rolling Stones? Uh, As Tears Go By? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the year before that class did that song at their graduation and then we did, we did uh, In My Life. And it was such a, like, the the difference between our class and their class was very much Rolling Stones and Beatles. Like they were a bunch of, you know, kind of like badasses and we were just kind of like, yeah. You know, nicer. You know, we might might have been. Uh, I don't know. Hit higher peaks, but we were. Uh, we were. We were definitely kind of uh, safer. <laughs> safer, but better. Oh, but either way, all of the kids were playing to their parents' musical tastes, so that was nice. Yes. Yeah. Um. Right. So, uh, this song originally, I guess, had uh, it was uh, Kenneth Alsop, the the journalist, uh, asked. John, he was like, "Hey, you should write a song about your childhood. Do like a like a nostalgic song." And so he wrote a first draft that had like uh, a bunch of stuff about, including references to Penny Lane and Strawberry Field and stuff like that. And then he was like, "Oh, this just seems like a you know like what I did on my vacation bus <laughs> trip song." And he so he stripped a lot of it out and restructured it. Um, only to go back and use it later. Yeah, like I'm gonna cut this out, but I'll save it. This will be its own song. <laughs> Um, although the, the more controversy when, when, uh, well, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there when we get to those songs. <laughs> I can't think of a, it's, it's interesting that, that I can't think of a, an artist today being like, yeah, a journalist asked me a question and said, you should do this. And then I did it. <laughs> and then it became a timeless classic. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations to Kenneth Alsop. <laughs> influencing for, music history. Fruit basket and L- literally the most influential musical critic ever <laughs> i like this what was the uh i forgot who it, bobby darren was hanging out with somebody and they're just like i dare you to write a song that starts with the words splish splash i was taking a bath <laughs> and he was like all right and that's how that song came about oh that's how the best music happens right i love it um I think there's a, a shout out to Stuart Sutcliffe in this song. Yeah, that's the uh, some friends are dead and some are living. Right. He is the Sid Barrett of uh, yeah, there you go of the Beatles. I, I just blew your mind. <laughs> yeah. The Sid Beatles. So so Pete is like I'm like S- the Stu Sutcliffe, Stu Sutcliffe. Or, the, or the Sid Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying is uh, one lived for a very long time though. Yeah. yeah, Sid was around for, for a bit. Sid was around till a few years ago, I think. Um, but he was crazy. So, 
crazy ass. <laughs> and, yeah. Take your take your choice. Take your pick. <laughs> but he was crazy. I'd rather go embolism than crazy. All right. So back to the song. Yeah. Yes. Who loves the song? Who loves it? Um, Who hates it? Most people love it. I feel. Who's like. indifferent? Yeah. It's well. Do you? I don't know if you guys uh, came across this, but did you see the? Uh, I know. Remember the last couple of weeks we were doing the Rolling Stone Top 100 Beatles Songs rankings. Okay, I'm ready to vote. Um, <laughs> did you guys see what they what they gave this one? No, I did not. I think oh. I saw this one. So I'm twelve. I'm out. No, higher. Josh, you want to guess? Do you? Uh... I'm, I'm looking at a, a 2013 Rolling Stones Beatles song thing, so yeah, I can I think, see what I think it that is. That was it. It was uh, number five. Number yeah. five in the wow. Rolling Stones top 100 Beatles songs. Number 23 in Rolling Stones list of songs in general. Mm-hmm. Like wow. So it's a it's a keeper. This song. Uh, it's definitely a uh, Rolling Stone type of song. <laughs> it's Rolling Stone readership, much like uh, the parents of the the children who with whom I graduated in uh, 1990. It seems. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, definitely, it, it's that type of song. It's up there, alley. I have it's mixed a reminiscent song. It's like it's like Lennon like talking about his days long gone, right? Uh, but not sort of couching it into uh, McCartney fancy pants, uh, you know, like dance number. Right. I like, definitely feel like it's a song that it, that is a precursor for later. It's definitely one of those transitional things where. Right. Both production-wise and and lyrically, like it 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 would have fit on a later album. Hmm. Um, and I like that for it's sort of it's sort of between two worlds, between two times for them. Yeah. Um, that makes me like it a lot. Um, one of the things that I think is is really uh on 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 the last show I was on, we talked about Ringo's drumming, and I think Ringo's I think there's perfect Ringo drumming on here. It's eminently tasteful, but it's super interesting. He's got that little extra sort of hi-hat snare thing at the end of each of the phrases, mm, which, right. I, which I love. Like, I, I love that sound, and, and when I, I listen to it, I'm always making that with my teeth. Like, I'm, I, it, it's really cool, and, and we, we're, we're going to get to covers, but um, you, if you look for covers for this song, you'll find that they're all acoustic, like, uh, you know, just acoustics, acoustic guitar and a, and a singer. Right. And they actually produce this. They put other stuff in there. And I think that actually makes it, brings it above just sort of being a sappy, ballady kind of number. I think yeah. the Boys to Men covers death metal, though. That's the problem. <laughs> I found, Roger. well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. Boys I, to Men to Death. That was yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that weird, ill-fated uh, crossover album they tried. Um, and I think we all need to give it up for, for George Martin's ripping solo. Yeah, I, before today or before researching this song, uh, I would not. I would have thought that was a harpsichord, but uh, yeah. it's not. It's a piano played at double speed. Yep, that was his thing. He was, <laughs> that was his thing. No, it was his thing. Right? Yeah. Before he even got to the Beatles, like that was his. Like he had this technique where, like, he would do these like sped up like piano slash harpsichord things. Huh. And I guess he did them for his like classical albums or like the Goon albums, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, he like kind of perfected it. Just, it's so interesting because he, he, yeah. you know, like he was he was a comedy producer. Yeah, right. But he's also like you know got all this musical rep, and then he can play that, play so, play something baroque sounding. Yeah. Like he was <laughs> like, a, okay, what a guy. He made it sound like Bach. I'm going to use this opportunity because I, I I don't know that I'll ever have. I love hearing George Martin talk. Oh yeah. 
It's one of my favorite things about listening well, to know, Beatles George documentaries. Was a quiet one, of course, you know. The boys had been, you know, <laughs> it's just like it, and it's a perfectly like I can't do the accents because it's so perfect and posh it's, and upper yeah. class and and, yeah. and contrasting to to all the all them. And it's so calm, you know. And I, I just want to think about like I, I like thinking about him among all of them and their sort of strange madness and his complete button downness. Right, right. right. Uh, in the middle of it, and I find it fascinating. Yeah, no, you know. he was always just like everything they did was crazy, and he was just like, oh dear. But he's like, and he's like bemused about it. He's like, oh, the, 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 I found him drunk. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. He was on acid, so I brought him to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Okay. Like, and it, it's it's sort of very like it's not even paternal as much as it is like like Big Brother who like right. went out and got a real job, but he's the guy who's holding them all down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like that he got his moment here. It's you know? a little bit Alfred to me. Yes, that's very good. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> Masturbate. Right. But with slightly less exasperation. Probably he had exasperation at the time, but now he's, he's, he's turned into amusement. Right. It's so like in the, in the documentary about Batman's life where they interview Alfred, it would be like that <laughs> later on. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, very calm about it. Bruce right. Wayne was a, a guy that came to me and he had... He had something, uh, some songs and some <laughs> fighting ability, but uh, you know, <laughs> we went with the fighting just, ability. He just, he just, just kept the songs. He just kept going out there, you know. He, he, he's, his arm was half ripped off. Next day, he's back out there. I wasn't gonna do it. I had to stitch him up. <laughs> it's his way. <laughs> so covers, we have covers. Have we covered? Oh, yeah, covers? we didn't do ratings yet. No, we didn't do ratings. No. Um, Can I go first? Sure. Five. Yeah. I'll All give right. it a five as well. Adam, you're five? Yep. Josh? Uh, five tambourines. There's tambourine in there. There is? At the end of the transition, it has that little triplet thing. And when you look, Ringo played tambourines and drums. I'd written a note that said tambourine and I didn't get to say it. So I just, that's what happened there. Yeah, it's a five. Otherwise at the end you would have just been like, tambourine! <laughs> no. <laughs> then you'd cut it out and I'd always be resentful. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, oh. but this isn't oh. going in. Uh, I wasn't um, sure if my vote counted, so. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Damn. Uh, but unfortunately I'm here to ruin everything. Because uh, I'm not, I don't know, I don't. I, w- I, I got to tell you, I was song. wondering if with your story before you'd be able to be unbiased. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, it's all right. It's a, it's a little kind of wishy-washy for me. It's a little, uh, um, not melodramatic, but uh, I don't know. Maudlin? No. Somewhere. <laughs> it's a little uh, something with an M that I'm not, uh, I'm not that into. Yeah. So? Um, it is well-produced and all that. Uh, I'll go... It's a stretch, but I'll give it a four. I was going to go lower, but I'll go four. This is, this is, I feel like this is in the A Day in the Life camp, and you're using it against it. Uh, how so? That it's. I just, I feel like those songs are sort of related. Yeah. In a way. Like they, they, I think of them together in a way. Yeah. I don't like songs with life in the title. I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's fun. Like, did either, did like. John or Adam, did I mean, did you have any reservation about giving a five? Was it instant? No, it was instant. Right. I was back and forth on it. Really? Yeah. I mean, like for me personally, like I learned this song. It was like one of the first songs I learned on the guitar. And it was like the first, you know, I, the Beatles are amazing to me. So, yeah, I, I can't. That's, that's all I can say. Five, baby. I, I can't mm. finger pick. 
but no, you got it's fine. Pick. Uh, maybe if I had practiced more, I would like the song more. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I thought that was, was interesting about it is that, I mean, and sort of what you were getting at is that it's a little maudlin and sentimental. Right. But also, which I, I find really interesting compared to the guy that we actually knew John Lennon was. Right. Which makes it feel a little disingenuous. Right. Because he was a jerk. <laughs> at least at this point, everything Dude. seems to point to the fact that unless you're, you know, one of his two buddy, you know, one of his three bandmates, you know, not a nice guy. Right. Well, see, that's you're fueling my argument more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but the, I, it, I like that. That, that, that. I like that contrast. Hmm. I like that he's putting on a show. Right. All right. Good song. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave it more than a day in the life. I do like it more than a day in the life. In How's my that? life, you in your life, you love it more. In my life, you love it more. <laughs> in my life, I do love it more than a day in the life. But it's a sliding scale. Uh, nice. Covers. What do we got? So many covers. There's a lot. a lot of covers. It was. I had to give up listening. I was like, okay, that's enough. I, I picked out two good ones, but I want to see what you guys got. I've yeah. I've. I can I can, uh, can I go or oh, yeah John already said boys to men first. you go yeah. ahead Josh uh, I found a lot and most of them like I mentioned before were just acoustic singers and were, were terrible mm-hmm. uh, the worst of those being James Hetfield I'm not mentioning that's not one of mine <laughs> uh, the Keith Moon one yeah. from uh, Keith Moon's solo album Two is of the moon yeah yeah is terrible but it is fascinating <laughs> he puts all this production on it. And he really genuinely tries to sing it, but he can't. And, of course, he's about to die from right. horrible <laughs> substance abuse. So it's like, take five in my life, I love you. And it's just like, <laughs> it's wonderful. And there's a video, and uh, I'd never heard it because I can't. I, I love Keith Moon, but I know that stuff's all terrible, and I won't listen to stuff just because it's terrible. Yeah. But it's magical. Um, and then the other one, which I, I don't know how I didn't know it existed, um, but there is a Shatner style Sean Connery version. Yeah, that was that was my first one. Right. Oh my! Oh my God! Sean Connery question mark exclamation point. The places I remember. Oh, yeah. money. Oh, no, he does it. <laughs> places I remember. Yeah. I, I I emailed it to all of my friends and ran, like you need to listen to this. And no, everyone was like, "That's amazing." I was like, wow. Yeah. How did I not know that that existed? How I, did... I think it's not even that old. I think it's like nineties. Ninety eight. Yeah. It's on the George Martin, like the like. There's a soundtrack that he put together to go along with his book. Huh. Um, wow. And there's a bunch of others like that. So now I need to delve into that. But I think what I literally said to my friend was, "How is there not a religion based around this?" That's, <laughs> That's how amazing it is. On this. Like Jim Carrey sings, um, "I am the Walrus." Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think that came up when we did "I am the yeah, Walrus." I think so. <laughs> but uh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. But Sean Connery, Sean Connery in doing life, in my life is yeah, it's pretty special. Goldfinger. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be great if you just started breaking into those like recollections. Like there are places I remember, like that submarine that I was on that one time when Istanbul <laughs> and uh, Pushy Galore. I was a Japanese moon. <laughs> uh, Adam, you got anything? Uh, the Johnny Cash one's good. So is the Bette Midler. I'm trying to remember if I ever heard the Ozzy one. but I, I listened to the Ozzy one. Ozzy was my other one. And I feel like yeah. I've heard it in the past. It's It just barely escapes that kind of uh, acoustic nothingness that you were talking about, where everything's yeah. just kind of, you know, it's it's produced a little bit. It's got that kind of Ozzy reverb on it, and it's it it just barely above acceptable. <laughs> I really wanted it to kick in. Yeah. 
like because I'd listened to all the acoustic ones and I was like, this maybe he'll maybe like the second verse will be metal. And it was actually it's actually slower than the original. <laughs> so uh, it was interesting, but not good. Right. Right. Worth a worth a listen, but not yes. uh, don't buy it. And Sam I think Connery, though, buy that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Support more of that. Yeah. Support Sean Connery. He's retired. He needs money. Yeah. Please help him out. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. And the Johnny Cash one, I think Adam's right. That's the, that's the best of the acoustic ones. It is really good. Because yeah. he, you know, because when, when, when Lennon does it, it's kind of BS because he's, he hasn't, his life isn't all that long or anything. But when Johnny Cash does, you just hear a ton of life. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's a lot I have a lot of issues with like kind of late model Johnny Cash covers though cuz I feel like it's like Rick Rubin and right. Tom Petty being like, like hey you should play this he's like what well, okay hang on just it's take, it take it, it works there yeah yeah that's a whole other podcast right yeah that brought me into Johnny Cash I'll be honest and then and then I went backwards from there all right um you listen to and it all granted, by the fifth album I was like all right <laughs> that's enough of that <laughs> um all right well if anybody else have anything to say about uh, In My Life, I know it's a, it's a storied song, 23rd best song of all time, of all songs. Wow. I thought I was going to get on a Hall of Fame show. I'm sorry to ruin that. Yeah. Let's, I, I blame the guys that I was in a band with in ninth grade. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, that's it for that. Uh, Josh, do you think you can come back Friday? I will. You sure? I... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can I'm, make it. You know, I'm a, I'm a bit worried. Yeah, in spite so, but of I'll, all the I'll, danger. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. In spite of all of the danger. Um, well, the rest of us will be here. Uh, uh, everybody, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We're Alpha Beatles, and Friday we'll be here talking about "In Spite of All the Danger" by the Beatles. Here on Alpha Beatles.